Welcome to Talking to Myself. I am Myra Kay, and I'm here with Hanky Quattro and Chip. I am a 20-plus year communication professor who doesn't profess to know it all, hence the name Talking to Myself, because I will walk right out of these doors and do everything wrong. All right, well, we are here and we are continuing with our communication complexity topic again, but we are specifically focusing on Donald Trump. And as you all know, he is my muse. You know, he's the one who gives me all of my information, my topics for every week. And so we're focusing on him today. And as you also know, since we don't have all the answers, we're going to have to hit those screets and see if we can get some other information. So, you know, this week, my muse has been mixing and scratching. He's been on the ones and the twos. He's been doing all kinds of crazy stuff all week. He has really just, he's, he's, he's done the most, all right? So much so, he has brought up a quote from my grandfather. That my grandfather died in like 1983. He pulled up a quote from the grave. He went to the cemetery, he done dug it up, brought the quote up, put it back in my brain. Here's the quote from my grandfather. My grandfather used to always say, white folks don't know nothing about religion because if they did, they wouldn't do the things they do to black folks. And when I saw Donald Trump use tear gas, or Donald Trump's folks, whatever you wanna call it, used tear gas to clear out the protesters who were in front of the White House in an effort to clear them out so that he could then walk down the street to stand in front of the Episcopal Church with the Bible that he held upside down at times for a photo opportunity. It was crystallized. When I saw that, I then saw exactly what my grandfather said. White folks don't know nothing about religion. If they did, they wouldn't do the things they do to black folks. Now, what we know is that everybody that was tear bombed was not black, right? So some of that has changed. Everybody that was in the march, everyone who was protesting was not black. We have some white people who are now in the fight. And so the quote has changed a bit, but it still remains the same. Donald Trump, Sorry, dude, you don't know much about religion. The last time you went to church was what, Christmas? All right, he was trying to play the role. So anyway, when I saw all that, it did kind of scare me. And I was also scared a little bit when he mentioned that his MAGA folks, Making America Great Again people, were going to be getting involved in the protest. Yeah, I saw a, a quote from Donald Trump this week. Uh, he said, MAGA loves the black people. You know, MAGA loves black people. Uh, and what that means to me, it, it kind of says that black people are not included in MAGA. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it can show like being on the outside, like right. you know what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not in part of right. the family. Right. So. If we are a part of making America great again, then why would it be MAGA loves black people? That means ain't nobody black in MAGA, right? Oh, y'all didn't think about that, right? Ain't nobody black in MAGA. Why would he even say that? So he, he put that out there for us. And, and I think we kind of know that, 
but we just don't think about it on that level. And when I heard it, I knew it intuitively. And that's one of the reasons why I was so scared. That's one of the things that, that, and that made me frightened because I immediately thought of some kind of race war that was going to happen. And I know in one of our previous podcasts, we talked about climate. And I talked about how at one point, I used to actually like Donald Trump back in the Apprentice days. And I talked about how, you know, now that as Donald Trump continues to lie and, you know, make all kinds of stuff up, I just don't trust them. And when I hear him on TV, I turn the station and I can't stand to listen to him. And so I know that everyone's not like me. And some people like hang on his every word and they believe him. And he says this stuff and it actually works on people. And maybe these things he does, I don't know, maybe they are strategies. I don't know. I just know that I don't agree. So like we mentioned last week, hey, we're trying to get other sides of the story. We don't know everything. We got to hit the streets, see what other people think, get other perspectives. And that's what we do. So Hanky, let's, why do we get out there? Let's hit those streets and see what we can find. Why do people want to vote for Donald Trump? It seems like every election is not voting for someone but every election is voting against someone. Um. Almost how it always is. I think a large majority of people were voting against Hillary. It's always the lesser of two evils. We hear it almost every election. We heard it, you know, the Hillary Trump. We heard it, I, I even heard it, Obama McCain. But I think a lot of people right now uh, that want to vote for Trump. I mean, he's got a decent record going um, for stuff he does. For stuff he says is a completely different, completely different story. But I think a lot of people just look past that because everyone already kind of knew that Trump says a lot of stupid stuff, and to his kind of his hardcore base even people slightly outside of that, it's more real for them. He's not, you know, they know he's not perfect. And he didn't come into this as a career politician. I think a lot of people just didn't want the standard politician, which was obviously Hillary. Why do people want to vote for Donald Trump? He's probably in the top one-tenth of one percent of people who really understand that human beings are not logical uh, creatures. He understands very well that people are uh, very emotional. They vote based on emotion. They vote based on, you know, what their tribe is doing. They vote based on candidates' perceived popularity, things like that. And so a lot of the behavior that you see from them is designed to, like, stir the pot and to push people's buttons. And, you know, you see that with social media where he can literally just swoop in. He can drop three or four tweets, which are attention bombs, and just, you know, everybody's just in chaos behind him, you know, screaming this and that, and just totally talking amongst themselves about how angry they are and how much they love him, stuff like that. And he even gets more attention because he'll, he'll, do things like he'll misspell things. He'll he'll be very provocative, meaning he'll knowingly he'll knowingly lie or he'll knowingly exaggerate things so that people engage with him even more, right? 
and they either, um, you know, they'll try and debunk what he's saying, which only draws more attention to it, um, and people talk about him even more. So he understands very, very well that what he brings to the table is those strong emotions. He has very cleverly got inside people's heads and made himself one of the most um, you know, emotionally resonant uh, people on the planet. And so what, what a lot of the supporters see is they see Donald Trump as sort of a father figure. You know, he always likes to portray himself as someone that's, you know, protecting the homeland, defending the honor of the flag, um, you know, defending the family, that type of stuff. In, in the movie, uh, there's a movie about Howard Stern, which came out years ago. And uh, I'm just going to read a, a quick little section that I thought was so relevant today. It said, the average radio listener listens for 18 minutes. The average Howard Stern fan listens for, are you ready for this, an hour and 20 minutes. And the guy says, how can that be? And the guy says, the answer most popular given is, I want to see what he'll say next. And then the guy says, okay, fine, but what about the people that hate Howard Stern? And the guy said, the people that hate Howard Stern listen for an average of two and a half hours a day. And the guy says, but if they hate him, why do they listen? The most common answer is, I want to see what he'll say next. All right. Wow. Okay. I mean, we talked about this before, you know, when we were talking about climate. And for me, I think I mentioned how I used to like Donald Trump. But when he kept saying all that crazy stuff, he, he got me to where I couldn't stand to listen to him. So when I hear him, I turn off the TV, you know, right. so I'm a little bit different. But that's just me, you know. Yeah. So recently there's this hacker named Anonymous and he had released these files of Donald Trump saying that he was he had raped like five kids that were underage between wow. the age 12 to mm. 13. Mm. So to me it's just crazy that we have a rapist in the White House. And you know when you brought that up to me I was like okay now Chip you don't right. just say that kind of stuff I made you go back and check it and it came from where where were your sources from? I got it from it was on BBC. Okay. It was on I think it was Forbes. Forbes, yeah. yeah. It was on multiple things. Multiple credible sources is right. where he actually got this information. Now, we don't know. I mean, we're just we're just reading stuff. You know, we don't know what's what, but And it's not like this is the first time something about him raping somebody doing something sexual. Mm-hmm. We know that He's done these sexual things to women. Mm-hmm. We know he did the children before. Mm-hmm. And yet, his supporters continue to support him and mm-hmm. defend him at all costs. Right. And that's crazy. Like I was just saying, we have a rapist, we have a racist, and we have a liar in the White House. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And we and he continues to do whatever he wants, and no one seems to With no consequences. Care. No consequences, and no one seems to care until now. It right. seems like maybe things are changing now, or at least we hope. We hope things are changing now. You know, for me at least, it's hot outside. You know, I want me some ice cream, and Ben and Jerry's is killing it. I know when Black Lives Matter first came out, I ran around town and got me some empowerment. Remember that, yeah. Chippy? We went and got us some of that, and now I can't wait to leave out here today and get me some anti-Trump pecan resist because they 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 are all about getting rid of Trump and being all about Black Lives Mattering. And so that's what we're going to do when we get done with this 
podcast we get some pecan resist courtesy of ben and jerry's because they all about what's right so i don't know we we got some good information today we see some things differently i i think you know it's all about thinking about our position and having some different perspectives to think about uh, how other people see things right it's all about perspective taking and also about being able to be empathic you know that's what we're here for today we don't have to agree it's all about just understanding right so as always we understand check us out next week don't forget to subscribe like all that good stuff and as always we will be black next week peace